Christmas, y'all, and happy Podmas Day 4. Today is so special because if you or your church follows the liturgical calendar, which I don't believe my church follows it to the extent that some of my other friends' churches do, I just think this time of year is so sweet because it's a great time to consider joining in for the last part of the Advent candle ritual which is a great opportunity to prepare your hearts and tangibly represent the meditation of Advent as we expectantly hope and celebrate Jesus' birth. You know, I actually just heard someone talk about how right now in our faith, we believe that we are actually living in some sort of limbo as we celebrate the past birth and coming of Jesus, but we are living in the in-between before Jesus' second coming. And I feel this so deeply because right now it feels like several areas of my heart I am seemingly living in limbo, and it's just not for the faint of heart. It takes obedience and discipline to keep on with the good fight of the daily trek without the clarity of what's next or who's next or where's next and what the diagnosis is. But for today's Advent candle, it's super fitting. As we talk about this uncomfortable state of the unknown of timing, we actually are called to fix our eyes on the joy that we have in Jesus. And to take a step back, y'all might know this, but there are traditionally four or sometimes five candles that sit in the Advent wreath. There are, let's see, purple, purple, pink, purple. (laughs) And they celebrate hope, preparation, joy, love. And then there's a white candle that is sometimes called the Christ candle, I believe. And as you work through the four Sundays of December, or maybe better said, like the four Sundays before Christmas Eve, but actually this year, I feel like Christmas Eve is on a Sunday, so the fourth candle will be lit on Christmas Eve, if that makes any sense. So for today, we are actually lighting the pink candle, and I don't know why, but if it were up to me, I would have pegged the love candle as the pink candle, but actually today's celebration is lighting the candle of joy, and to bring it full circle to how we started, the candle of joy is especially important because as believers, we are called to a posture of joy, and that can only be found in the one who gives true joy. And if you haven't listened to my episode a couple weeks ago titled Joy Begets Joy, please take some time to go back and listen to how we worked through this idea that as believers, we have the ability to retrain our brains to look for the good, like the deep good that instills joy. But unfortunately, we so often overlook God's blessings and favor in our life because we aren't training our minds to look through a God lens. And in that episode, we did work through a section in Galatians where it talks about the fruits of the Holy Spirit that are granted as you seek Jesus and how sweet it is that one of those gifts granted is joy. And this is going to be a weird connection, but let's do a big question for today. So get your hands ready, y'all. Okay, one, two, three. What is your favorite kids animated movie? So in our household with a five, a three, and a one-year-old, we watch a lot of movies. We love movies. We are a movie family. Some people are better at not doing movies, not doing shows, not doing screen time. But for us, we love it. We actually, I would say, go through times of deficit. We really try to not have a screen on, watch a show, um, sometimes for days, just so that we can do these like binge movie nights. And we all just sit down and snack and watch a movie. And the girls just love it. And something fun about my girls, I feel like they have such a good memory 
that even for Kate, she can watch a movie like once. And Artie, I feel like she's quoting it the next time we watch it. But we have a lot of favorite movies. So I wouldn't say this is my favorite movie. What would I say is my favorite movie? You know, I'll answer on behalf of my husband. His favorite movie is Minions. And I think it is S-T-U-P-I-D. But he loves it. The girls love it. They all giggle at it. It's very much their sense of humor, which sometimes I feel like I'm on the outside of. I'm like, this is not funny to me. But Ellie and Kate and Christopher are cackling. So they would say that. But you know, with this whole idea about joy, it makes me think of that animated movie Inside Out. Have y'all seen that movie? It's that like whole concept where we get to see inside that little girl's head and they portray several emotions and one of those is joy. And if I remember it correctly, the character of Joy, like her entire goal is to make sure that the little girl is happy at all times. And she kind of like goes crazy when the other emotions take over the command center. But I think that movie does a good job at pushing on the idea that all emotions are a part of the human experience and our design. And if we consider that we are in fact made in God's image, that as we pursue God to be more like him, maybe there's a way to experience many forms of emotions and still be seeing life through a God lens. Like it's in my personality to be tender and bent towards old people, LOL. I just really love old people. My heart both breaks, but also easily celebrates old people. I'm so drawn to them and I feel frustrated for people who don't value them and I feel like I have huge empathy for them. And not that Christopher doesn't, but his heart is way more bent for or broken for children with disabilities. That's his thing. He would cry at a drop of a hat. So with all this being said, maybe it's something to consider as we work through today's task of seeing joy, that it doesn't mean you are outside of God's will if not everything brings you joy or if you're not able to compartmentalize what's in front of you on behalf of joy, if that makes sense. I was doing some studying on joy, and I love how the Gospel Coalition describes this when they say, God designed our hearts to desire what He desires. We are made to find joy in what he finds joy in, be disgusted by what he's disgusted in, be saddened by what he grieves in, be angered by what angers him, and fear the things he identifies as threatening. So in other words, our desires and the emotions expressed by them worship God as they imitate his. And I think of the song, or the psalm rather, (laughs) that talks about, for his anger lasts only for a moment, but his favor lasts a lifetime. Weeping may last through the night, but the joy comes in the morning. And that's Psalm 35. But for today, I really, really want to share my life first because I think that part of joy can only be unlocked through the desperate realization of our condition and the painful walking through the storms of life. And I was met, unfortunately or fortunately, with this beautiful scripture in my darkest days following our miscarriage. And, you know, I had some pretty ugly moments with God where I practically discarded and began to reconstruct my faith. So with that being said, our Devo for today is Lamentations 3, 22 through 23. And that's because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed for his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Uh, and faithful he is, my gals. Yes, yes, amen, yes. <laughs> But with that, I leave you for today and look forward to talking to you tomorrow morning on Podmas Day 5. (laughs) Okay, love y'all. Bye.